Gareth Hall, I mentioned, is up in Sydney ahead of a huge day of racing tomorrow, one that he is very, very excited about. And he joins us uh, from up there. G'day, Gaz. Welcome aboard. G'day, Sammy. For us racing lovers, it doesn't get any better because we've got a million-dollar chase. I'll be live at uh, Wentworth Park tonight for the, the world's richest greyhound race. A million dollars to the winner. So someone's life will be changed there. Then we've got Caulfield, Guineas and Everest. And I think it's nearly the best day in my time of racing since I've covered this beautiful sport. And then on Saturday night, we've got one of the best ever Victoria Cup fields in the, in the trot. So um, across all three codes, there's plenty to look forward to. Oh, well, maybe we'll start with the Guineas, closest to where I am, obviously. And that program, well-stocked. So three Group 1s, Guineas, the, the pinnacle, where we'll see a real Sydney v Victoria battle, I suppose. Now, the favourite is the Sydney train Militarise, and its main danger is considered to be uh, Vic Bush horse Stapati. Yeah, so this is, this is why I love racing. So you've got Militarise, which is owned by Newgate Farm and the China Horse Club, and Henry Field, he's done a wonderful job. He, he is the man behind Newgate Farm, and he's got some of the, the, the most wealthiest individuals in the world that put together Newgate Farm as investors, and they spend a lot of money in this game, and they've produced so many good scallions over the years, and they've got a, a brilliant cult in Militarise who dominated the two-year-old races there in Sydney after he got basically chopped out of a, a golden slipper with some interference, but then he went on to win two group ones after that. And then he takes on the Victorian bush legend in Stapati, which is trained by a country trainer in Paul Pruska, owned by a group of country Victorians who are enjoying the, the ride of their lives. So they're taking on the big guns of world racing, and it's going to be a wonderful duel. And it's not just those two horses. There's a horse by the name of Wolfie that everybody wants to tip me. Um, for Nick Ryan, based at Flemington, looking for his first Group 1. And Kiramar and David Eustace have got four strong chances headed by King Colorado. So it's a terrific race, but I'm just with Miller to rise because on the ratings, he's just a better horse at the moment than his opposition for what he's been able to produce. Um, but he has to come to Caulfield for the first time, and he's got an awkward barrier. So he does have to overcome a few challenges, but he is also trained by Chris Waller, the champion trainer from Sydney, so I think he's definitely the horse to beat. And the, the knockout blow, if you're having a bet each way, gambling responsibly, maybe Wolfie, because the tip's too strong. And horses don't win a Caulfield Guineas in their first preparation. But this horse, I think, is well above average. And he's been even nominated for a Cox Plate. They think that much of him. So yeah. um, maybe if you like him at a dollar each way. But I'm with Militarise, mate. All right, guys. The Martin Powell weight for age over 2,000. So alligator blood shooting for back-to-back group ones is obviously a short price favourite. You with him or just fine? The horse sold by the King. It was won all three Australian starts very impressively. I'm with um, alligator blood. I think he's one of the better bets on the program. Only because... He hasn't, he hasn't had too many starts over 2,000 metres, but his best form's over a mile. But I think this will be only a race. I know it's over 2,000 metres, but they'll make it into a mile because he's the likely leader here, and his stable mate just fine will sit off him. And I think the two Waterhouse and Bot runners will control the race. So they'll just walk in the middle stages, up that hill down the back at Caulfield. Timmy Clark will rate him to perfection, and then he'll have too much of a kick on the way home around Caulfield for his opposition to catch him. I don't think Gus finds his biggest danger. He's been a revelation this spring for his big group of owners with my racehorse that they purchased off the King. 
Um, but he's been winning races like the Metrop under handicapped conditions. So he's only been carrying like 50 kilos. Now he's got to go up nine kilos to wait for age and take on some of the genuine superstars of Australian racing, like an alligator blood. And I think Juaz, who was one of the rising stars a few seasons back when she was winning big group ones, including a magical performance in the Australian Cup. But then she's lost her form a little bit. Um, but I thought her effort the other day at Caulfield was pretty good in an Underwood state. So I respect her, but I think Alligator Blood dominates that race up front. All right, finally here, we've got the Turak Handicap. Uh, superstar Perth Mayor Amelia's Jewel shooting for a 10th win from 12 starts, if you don't mind. Uh, does she just win this and then go on to the Cox yeah. Plate? No, she won't be going to the Cox Plate. I think she'll be going to the Golden Eagle. Uh. Now, that's not confirmed. But I think she's a dollar ten to go to the Golden Eagle, so she'll bypass the Cox Plate. But she'll win tomorrow. She's a genuine superstar. I think she's the best horse in the country. Um, the, only, the only chance for opposition to beat them is they grow some wings overnight. If they've got wings, they can fly past her. But I highly doubt that will be happening. So I think she'll be too strong. All right, let's go up to where you are in Sydney. The 20, it just sounds amazing to say, the $20 million Everest. Not the greatest renewal, but still plenty of intrigue. Now, it's a very even field here, Hawley. Which way are you leaning at this stage? I think there's only two horses that probably can't win, maybe two and a half. I'll take on Shinzo, the Golden Slipper winner, because of his preparation. I don't think Marzu can win with his preparation. He's, he's had an interrupted time to get to the Everest, and... He's been brave in a few Everest before, but he's just not racing in that, that type of form. And then I think alcohol-free, even though Gay Waterhouse and Craig Williams are giving her a push for um, year-long farms, I think she that would just be a little bit too quick for her over the six furlongs. Um, it's a tough race, mate. There's plenty of chances. I wish I wins the best horse in the race, but he's got a tough gate for him, barrier one. Now, if he gets luck, it'll be hard to hold out. But I'm taking him on a little bit. I'm with Private Eye, who he looked the winner last year. with was 100 to go. And you would swear, if you were watching that race with no sound, that he was going to win until Giga Kick jumped out of the ground. And there's a three-year-old. Now, the three-year-olds are going to improve a couple of lengths. But Cylinder, the Godolphin, they've been wanting him in, in this race. They've got the blinkers on him um, from a nice gate. I think he's a big chance. So... I'll probably play Cylinder each way in that race, mate. I don't mean to go back too far, but you said two and a half horses probably can't win it. Well, what half of what horse can't get up, do you reckon, Orly? Well, Shinzo, Shinzo, because I don't think he can win, but he's trained by Chris Waller, right. owned by Coolmore. At his best, if he showed that slip of form, he could win. But he pulled up lame after his first up effort in the Golden Rose. It's sort of like... Horses can't do that unless they're champions. Now, if he's a champion, I'll, 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 I'll happily say that I was wrong. And, <laughs> um, he, he, defied, he defied logic, really, to win. But you can't completely rule him out. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's why I said two and a half. I, I don't think he can win, but... Um, yeah, I'm not completely ruling him out. thought you were going to put something big on the line there. I thought you were about to tell me about to run somewhere with not many clothes on or something. Hey, there's plenty of money. Nah, as, as I, we... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> it's funny. Because the way I'm going, it will happen. And I'll have to do it. <laughs> now, there's plenty of cash on offer at Randwick, of course. But uh, is there a couple of others you like on the program? You got some best bets for us just off the top of your head here? Now, you can listen to all our interviews and segments with our tipsers 
by subscribing to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall with your local podcast subscriber. Yes. And all of my experts are all over one horse in Sydney. Race three, number four, Arctic Glamour. I think it'll be too strong. I think at Caulfield, and Tom Kitten will be winning at Randwick as well, the Gloaming State. Race four, number three, for Natra Villa and James Cummings. And at Caulfield, I'm confident on a few horses here. I know everyone's trying to talk up Uncommon James, the Queenslander in the Scalacci. Blinkers on, second up record, far better than his first up record. But he'll need to improve to defeat his forum. It was far better than him in the Quokka in Perth last, uh, last autumn and far better than him in the Moyer Stakes when she was second to Imperatrice the other night at Mooney Valley. And I think a horse by the name of Alligator Blood can win. I'm keen on Amelia's jewel as well. And I think Militarise. And if you like one at a price, I think the best value is a horse by the name of Shiva, which is race number two, horse number nine. $19 for Lindsay Park and Jerry Rice. I think she's got some good form lines. In fact, she defeated that horse by pushing a little bit in the guineas at Geelong two starts back in Woofie. So I think she's a play there at Caulfield in the second. Righto. Well, I've definitely written Arctic Glamour down. You didn't hesitate on that one. Last one quickly here, goes. Who wins the Victoria Cup at Melton? That's tomorrow night, of course. Cox Plate of Harness Racing, really. You'll be all over this. You know what? I'm all over two horses. Better Eclipse in gate one. And Catch the Wave, I think, crosses the, the two stars and leaps to fame and rock and roll do in the early part. And then Kate Gaff will have options. I think with the speed map, one of those two can win at a price. But leap to fame, he's the best horse in the race. But he might have to do all of the work outside the leader, which in harness racing isn't easy to do. And Sammy, just to build a bit of a bank, gambling responsibly, we had David Houston from Giddy Up Stable Mail yesterday, and Kieran Maher and David Houston have got strong chances across those two big meetings in Melbourne and Sydney tomorrow. But David Houston, without hesitation, said, Gareth, forget about tomorrow, play Jenny So Pretty tonight. Race two, horse number five at Cranbourne, and then there's one in the first, Jewel Bay. I can think can defeat time of my life. Now, time of my life is the half-sister to Winx. So she'll be nice and short. Um, and I, she's got ability, but she's no Winx. So I think you can back Jewel Bay in that first race at Cranbourne. Very nicely done, guys. Giddy up is absolutely flying. And uh, as is the, all the hype and excitement around the Everest. Enjoy it up there, mate. Should be a great day tomorrow. And, and back post from Pat in the million-dollar chase tonight. The New Zealand Greyhound now trained by Jason Thompson. I think the Kiwis can have a big night tonight in the dogs. Uh, my pen has run out of ink. You are just full of uh, tips today, full of gold. Uh, good on you, Hawley. Enjoy it, mate. The bank won't have enough um, for the money that you'll win this weekend. And, Sammy, don't worry about your pen. <laughs>